Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I just got home from summer camp. I'm Ben, and I'm on vacation. Oh, are you really? I mean, technically, I'm not working. I'm with that. I'm with yeah. that. It, as of recording, it is a holiday. So, which is really just know. like just like a second Sunday, which means that you got to go through. It's like you have two bad Sundays, a Sunday scaries. Well, I don't know. Most of the time, unless you plan to do something fun on the, on the original Sunday. Yeah. So, what are your holiday plans? Well, um, like I said, I uh, I went to summer camp yesterday. What was that? It's a music festival that takes place. It's, I want to say, approximately halfway between Chicago and St. Louis. Okay. In, you know, the middle of nowhere, Illinois. But I went with my wife because she really wanted to see Victor Wooten because that's like her favorite musician. Okay, nice. And he was playing two sets, so we caught them both. Are you familiar with Victor Wooten? Um, not really. Okay, I had heard of him in high school. Uh, so before I ever met her, but you know, he fucking freaks the bass, dude. Freaks it. Like insane fucking solos and musical nerd shit and so it's him and just his brothers dude okay nice and they were they didn't even have a set list they were doing mostly covers which is a ballsy move right for a band to go up at a festival and do all covers but they're all such good musicians that it sounded fucking amazing okay that's cool right yeah it was dope as fuck and we were right up front for both sets and then we got to meet him which was really fucking dope and the music cuts (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um and then saturday was like you know my barbecue right yeah how about you what'd you do for the holiday um saw build to spill saturday and then went out yesterday so in denver beer bus is like a big thing so all the bars do this ten dollars for a cup and then they just walk around with pitchers um and fill your refill your cup and because oh, wow. it's the ho- because it's a holiday, like we went to one bar and there's a huge line. Went to another bar, it was fucking slammed. Um, now yeah, that's about it. Just house shit. Replanted some grass. Planted some flowers. And uh, yeah. Oh, that made me think. Um, I saw we caught a little bit of a set from a band that totally made me think of you. I don't know their name, but it was like this super bluegrassy 
type of band. And the dude sang a song about how he got too stoned and lost his beer. That checks out. Yeah, it reminded me of you. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were playing on like this small stage that was presented by like a vodka company that had like the American flag. Was it uh was it Taka? No, it was Deep Betty. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and, Taka, uh, our- Taka is just so uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Taka. It's like rubbing alcohol, but a lot of bars have the, oh. the big half gallon bottles, like the plastic ones. And I don't know how they market because they're so cheap. Um yeah, they ha- they pass out like glasses and stuff. But yeah, that shit's awful. It's like Ooh. it's like a staple at gay bars when they so it's like you're getting over poured, but it's like shitty oh. vodka. Yeah. <clears throat> And just to give you an idea of the type of festival this is, well, A, we also caught most of an Umphreys McGee set, if that fills you in at all. Umphreys McGee? Yeah, which they were fucking dope live. I never really care for jam shit usually, but that live set was hitting it, man. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, But the kind of festival it is, our buddy Aaron was there, but we had to leave. We weren't camping, so we missed him by about half an hour. Oh, okay, but it's nice. that, that if that kind of gives you an idea of the the type of festival it is. Okay, sure. But I would also say very cool. You would probably enjoy it if you were in the area during that time. Yeah, I uh, I don't really do festivals, but I need to change that as long as it's not a huge one. No, it was the right size. Yeah, and I'll tell you the part that's the best about it is that the camping area is in the stage area. It's all the same area. If that so, makes sense. Like all the tents, you walk around, there's like vendor village and tents, and then the stages are like right there. Okay. Yeah. The thing about camping at a festival like that is that when the tents are so close, tents are not soundproof whatsoever. In oh, fact, not even a little bit. In fact, I feel like they almost amplify sound. <laughs> So, like, the the worst well, thing mean, is when you're in that type of environment and you're trying to sleep, you literally hear, like, 50 fucking people moving all night, people talking, the zipping of tents in and out, people pissing, yeah, people fucking. I feel like that's part of the experience, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing is there's, like, there's no hotels for, like, 20 miles. Right, yeah. So that's like your only option. Like we were going back and forth about just like sleeping in the car, but it's like, nah, I'm a little too old for that shit. Yeah. That's a hard one. Cause the fucking thing goes till 4am. We ended up leaving at about eight and all the DJs don't start till nighttime. So I was like, that's a bummer, but you know, it's like jam bands and shit during the day and then DJs at night. Yeah. Yeah. And lots of people not, not wearing shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Sleeping in the car is fine if you don't have a long drive after. I mean, it was only like about three hours, so not terrible. Yeah. But it's like half of just country roads. So that's a little trickier. And plus, country roads for 40 miles in a tiny town the day after a music festival, it's going to be like every cop. Well, yeah, especially this weekend. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. it was like, 
keeping that in mind as well was like, all right, maybe, yeah, we'll just leave. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out nicely, though. It's it's a chill fest. Uh, wearing my battle jackets, I was able to get some some drinks in, and they're very, very, very lax about smoke. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were up at the rail and I was smoking a bowl and the security didn't say shit. Yeah. That's going to be a given at a festival. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's cool. Good vibes. Would, would attend again. If we're in the area at this time next year, then we'll probably go for the weekend. Shit was fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, no coasters in the area, so I didn't get to ride anything. I was going to say, there's even, I don't even think there's anything on the way. Nope. Yeah. There is no coasters between Chicago and St. Louis, especially miles off the interstate. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say, it is the pretty part of Illinois, at least, where it's like a little hilly and stuff. Mm hmm. The, um, I remember once uh, I had Applebee's. Her and I were driving down to St. Louis to visit Aaron. And uh, I asked her to direct us to a Taco Bell. And I, I'm like, okay, make sure it's like off of the interstate, you know? So, and it, so like she's giving me directions and I didn't know the area that well. And I'm not looking at the map. And so we ended up going to a Taco Bell without realizing that that was probably 45 minutes like way out of the way and we had already had an eta of getting to st louis at like 1 a.m like, so we get to this taco bell and i like put in it you know i'm like dude like we just added an hour and a half just for I, fucking food i bet you she didn't understand what you meant when you said off the interstate <laughs> <laughs> oh he wants one that's like not right on the highway <laughs> no opposite <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it was off of another interstate. So, like, we basically. (laughs) (laughs) He just took the long route to connect. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A lot of the drive yesterday reminded me of, uh, like, driving to Indiana Beach or between Kings Island and Cedar Point. Yeah. Just, yeah, nothing. Country we roads. actually we actually passed a sign for the birthplace of Ronald Reagan. Oh, nice. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. <laughs> That'd be fun to see. I'm going to pass. <laughs> Especially given, uh, you know, I'll put it this way. Rianne had to go to the bathroom really bad. And we're in one of those areas where it's just a gas station. And she's like, I'm not going in there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm like, I can go with you. And she's like, no, 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 I'm not going in there. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, I got you. So it's like, but it's, it's really funny because once you get into the festival, it's like, this is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I don't know. Small towns. What are you gonna? What are you gonna do? Nice to get a bit of a road trip. Now I suppose we should take a moment while we're talking about trips and fun 
and uh, talk a bit about our plans for November. Oh, yeah, the Dollywood weekend. That's correct. Now, we've been working uh, diligently with our good friends from the Ride This One podcast, which is Back from the Dead. Go check them out. Go give them a listen. Or listen back a couple episodes. We had our homie Jordan from Ride This One here on our show. Or if you dig further back in the catalog, you can find episodes with uh, the whole crew, which hopefully we'll be doing again soon, as well as individual episodes with Slater. I think there's two of those and one with Goliath. The and first Slater one, one is very gay. Uh, the, I think the second Slater one is probably pretty gay, too. Yeah, I think they all are. I think that's just what happens when you put Slater <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> Go gay it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we're uh we're really stoked. So um our plan as of now, so you guys know, uh we did put out there is a Google form that we would really like everyone to fill out if they're interested, just so we can count for a head count. Um we're trying to put a cabin party together. We're gonna rent a cabin. We need to know how many bedrooms all that. So um, our dates are November 11th. That's a Friday. And that goes through to November 14th. That's a Monday. So we're going to have the whole weekend in the Pigeon Forge area. I think as it stands right now, the plan is, uh, you know, everybody kind of gets in Friday evening and we have a little party in the, in the cabin. And then I think, um, I don't know. Maybe either Saturday or Sunday is better for Dollywood. Oh, yeah. If we have the two days, maybe Sunday is the better day. And then That's Saturday- what I'm thinking. Saturday, we could just do the area attractions because there's other rides. We want to do the Jurassic Jungle Boat Ride. There's mm-hmm. that Combo Tower Ride. Um, And there's some distilleries that maybe we want to go hit. That's right. I would. I would be definitely open to getting some moonshine. And hopefully not the kind that make you go blind. Yeah, not. I don't want the kill you shit, the light your fucking throat on fire shit. I want uh, get a nice buzz going, <clears throat> a nice a nice Tennessee Mountain Dew buzz going. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think we'll probably do that Saturday, and then Dollywood Sunday. Cause yeah. Sunday will hopefully be a little less busy. Plus, we'll get that morning edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, church time. Yep. You can get there at opening time. Of course, Saturday night, we will have a big-ass party in the cabin. Because uh, those of you who are unfamiliar with the cabins in the Smokies, they come in a variety of sizes. But, uh, you know, if we're looking at about 12-plus people, we're looking at a rather large cabin with a lot of uh, different potential stuff, you know, hot tubs, game room, billiards, all sorts of options. Um, and we'll be providing like some snacks and food and drinks. So one good thing to do <clears throat> in big groups like that is uh, like giant slow cooker meals. Just like heavy, high calorie shit. Lots of pasta. That's that's good. Or I was thinking, um, 
either frozen or takeout pizza. Yeah, pizza always works. Yep. So, but yeah, um, we'll be providing some food and some drinks and all that. Um, I think one of my goals is I'd like for us to record a podcast live. That'll be a shit show. <laughs> I know, but I think it'll be fun. Even if it, the audio turns out to be not great, like in terms of actually listening back, like we'll get the best audio we can record, but I think it'll be fun if we basically set up you, me, and, you know, Goliath Slater and Jordan, like kind of in a living room facing out like a stage type of thing. And then like everybody else sitting on couches around as like an audience. Could do um, something where you could take questions. Well, I was going to say you could just like call people up and just like <laughs> interview everybody. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of potential for having a lot of fun with that. And then, um, you know, I'm thinking again about doing a DJ set. Even if you all just were indulging me last year. I like to think in my mind it it went off pretty well. It was nice to have music. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I'll lug my shit out and uh, play some music afterwards. And then Monday we'll all bust on out of there and head home, do a long weekend. <clears throat> yeah, the so, Monday the Monday off is a good call. The um I gotta, th- I gotta think. What's the best way to get out there? I guess flying to like Atlanta, Nashville, or Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. I mean, depends on if we've moved by then or not. How we're gonna get there? I will say, if I have to fly, probably not gonna be a DJ set, but there will be a live podcast. So, if you are interested, we just need you to fill out the Google form. Um, it'll be linked in the episode description, but also it's linked on our discord for those of you on there. And if you're not on there and you're listening to the show, go join the discord. It's, uh, it's awesome. We are all frequently on there. We like to interact, have a good time on there. We got a great crew, um, but you can find the link on there as well as, um, discussion on our planning of this trip. And I think, once we have an accurate head count and uh, we will, we will need a deposit from everyone who's planning on staying in the cabin. Once we have that all figured out, we will probably open a private channel on discord just for people attending. Ooh, la la. So well, shit. Um, I actually just found. So there's direct Denver to Knoxville for like 200 bucks. And I will, I will like to point out right now, um, total that we're looking at for the whole weekend per person. And this is based on double occupancy. So y'all going to have to be adults and be able to share rooms unless you bring two people or double pay, um, is going to be no more than 200 per person or about 220 per person, I think is tops. Yeah. And for what it is, that's a good price for a whole weekend. For Friday, Saturday, Sunday night accommodations in the Smokies, I'd say that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Plus, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna um, provide some some food, some snacks, some drinks, 
as well as do a podcast and try to just have a good pot party, you know? Yeah, it should be good. I, I'm, a, I'm up for, I think November would be a lot of fun. Get to avoid a lot of, uh, a lot of BO. The Dollywood yeah, BO. And Tennessee heat. And hopefully it's in that sweet spot where it's not too close to the holidays where we get the holiday cr- crowd. And also not too close to the holidays where it's going to interfere with anybody else's travel plans. Yeah. And also it's a far enough date out now that we've all committed to where we can confidently put it out to our listeners. So sorry about balking with an August date. That's partially on me. Um, I'll take partial credit. Don't have to get into it more. But the real date's November and it's going to be a fucking blast. So I'm super stoked for it. And I don't know. We'll probably keep talking about it on here just to keep building up some fucking hype. Mm -hmm. Because we also want to have a good turnout. We want to hang out with our listeners. And I hope uh, the ride this one, guys, will be talking about it, too. And uh, we'll try to get them back on the show to to do a little hype for the event. (laughs) Now, one thing. We won't be getting any ERT at Dollywood. (laughs) Which uh, hopefully it's not even needed anyway. No, I don't think hopefully it will. not. Yeah. So don't. I just want to put it out there that I don't want people coming for some reason expecting like a legitimate like coaster coaster event. That's really not uh, what we're aiming to do. We're trying to just hang out, have fun. Maybe we can do a private ride on the Jurassic boat ride. That probably can be arranged. Yeah, that could probably be done in just an email. I'm sure we can work that one out. <laughs> I don't know if we even need to email just a, just a little bit of cash yeah. right to the operator. <laughs> right. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, no, it's going to be a great time. So hopefully y'all can join us. And uh, I don't know. But yeah, we got that out the way. Got to plug the shit. And I'm thinking that it would be fun to print up shirts. So maybe we'll do that too. So... <laughs> Here, so what we could do, so all my friends and I are doing for Pride this year is we're doing like Secret Santa for t-shirts, but they're supposed to be like intentionally really bad, embarrassing, cringy, kind of offensive shirts. So like we all pick someone secretly and then like buy that person a shirt that they have to wear, but we won't tell each other what we have until the day of. So we, what if like everybody brings a really bad Fousey shirt that like you have to wear? That could, that could be something. <clears throat> I was thinking maybe something more commemorative, <laughs> uh, but that also is something. Good time to wear the, I love Christian boys shirt. <laughs> Bring me the boys. <laughs> Whoever gets Jordan has to make a shirt that says, bring me the boys. He'd get a shirt that just says molest. (laughs) (laughs) I see that'll get you kicked out of a theme park, though. Yeah, because that's the risk with this game. You're talking about bars and shit. They're not going to kick you out over a T-shirt, whereas the theme park will. Mm -hmm. You might get some shit or some cock eyes for a weird shirt, but nobody's going to be like, you need to come with us. (laughs) <laughs> but um 
Yeah, we'll think of something. I don't know. If you have any ideas, especially if you're planning on participating, A, fill in the Google form. There's a space there for stuff that if we need to know, if you got ideas, that's a good place to put it. If not, B, get on our Discord. Let us know there. We have an open discussion about our Dollywood meetup. So get in there. Let us know what your thoughts are. Or, of course, you can also email us, your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. If you send us an email, you let us know you're interested in the meetup, we can send you the details there. Or, fuck, uh, 847. Uh, That's not right. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's our phone number. Use that one. <laughs> five raw, five LA. That's correct. Call that up. Leave us a voicemail. We will air it on the show. Or you could send us a text message there and we'll give you some details about uh, the meetup if you're curious there. Um, there's a lot of ways to get a hold of us. We're on the regular social medias. So use those because we have put the details out there and we'll continue to. So if you are interested in the meetup at all, use any of the ways to get in touch with us and you will find the information. Now, uh, I think we got some non-pluggy content we can get to, right, Ben? Looks that way. Well, I think we were talking about it, and we've we've had some, what would you say, popular demand? (laughs) Oh, for the the Disney Minute comeback? Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, You you go ahead, just... (laughs) Give it all away. But yeah, no, um, we, we have had some requests f- to revive some of our f- f- frequent segments of the past. So in, in an effort to do so, we're bringing back the Disney Minute. So I hope you guys are ready. Ben, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. The Disney Minute. <laughs> To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Gonna go get our tickets and head to Disneyland. We're back at the happiest place on Earth. Disneyland. Welcome, everyone. I'm here today at Disneyland. Today we are going to talk about things we wish we'd known before we went to Disney World. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind opened at Epcot. Mandalorian and Baby Yoda are now walk-around characters in Disneyland. Radiator Springs Racers at Disney's California Adventure has been closed indefinitely. Railroad at Magic Kingdom is being renovated while Sean is making... The Disney Minute. Excellent. Very informative. Hope you guys are glad to have that back. We're, we're glad to revive a dead segment. Um... Thank you. If anyone used it in our absence, please send a check to our billing department. I love in the one, the music that's on the the one clip of like the Disney mom. And there's like that ukulele music. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Just because at first I was going to try to figure out a way to filter it out, but it wasn't working. And then I was like, you know what? It's just funnier that way. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, sweet. A lot yeah. is going on there. Clearly. Um, are you making any plans to go ride Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, not specifically. I still have to like go visit my sister at some point. I keep putting it off. Go visit your sister. <clears throat> I'm thinking you- like later. Yeah, maybe later in the year. You can plan something. We were looking at October for a short, short Orlando trip, like a long weekend. So we might still do that. Nice. Yeah, yeah I saw the I saw the POV of it. It looks interesting. Um, for who? Someone was saying it's basically like Space Mountain with spinning cars, rotating cars. Yeah, that's exactly what it looked like to me. Space Mountain, but Chris Pratt. Yep. I did like that meme where it was um, if Disney built Tower of Terror in 2022 and it was just like a tall Kings Island like metal shed building <laughs> with just a sign on it. Because <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I mean, it will say tr- like they're the Tron and the Guardians of the Galaxy building just look like big. It looks like shot like a shopping mall. Yeah, they really should do something with the outsides of those buildings. Yeah. In fact, it actually looks very similar. It's like American Dream type of uh, design. I thought you were just going to say like a mall, like a maintenance mall. Oh. Because <laughs> it's like, yep, that looks like a maintenance mall. <laughs> a big fucking roll door. <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, Plus, like, Disney hasn't been in the, um, they've been out of the news. They were in the news cycle for quite a bit with the whole, uh, uh, the gay bill and the gay bill and then the protesters and stuff, which is really funny to watch because every time there's a protest, it's like maybe 15 people, 20 people just standing outside of the sign. And then, like, a fight breaks out every time. (laughs) It's just so funny. That's the state of affairs we're in now. Yeah. Oh, Florida, you trendsetter, you. And to all of our listeners in Florida, this is your fault. It's always Florida's <laughs> fault. And uh, we, were, we, were, we joked about it before, but yes, they are planning on building a Meow Wolf in Orlando. Just to clarify, I was kidding about our listeners, by the way. You guys are great. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> Meow Wolf in Orlando is going to be fucking okay. I'm going to choose to take the hopeful view here, actually, and say that I I think it's going to be a great way to provide interesting commentary on the types of consumerism that that specific tourist trap breeds. Yes. I am. Yeah, I am hopeful. There is a lot they can do. So I, I hope they go that route. That would be really cool. Cause like Omega Martin Vegas is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, I was um, like when I first heard about the Omega Mart, I was a little, I don't know what my reaction was exactly, but then learning about it and thinking about it, it makes a lot of sense. I think that's like the perfect overall theme for that facility in Vegas. And it kind of, uh, it like adds to it. Like the crowd can kind of like, basically like adds and the to the overall theme which is cool 
The only thing that's weird about that one is there's a bar. I mean, of course it's Vegas, but like that's that doesn't seem that seems like one of those really strange. Like, okay, you know what? There was another thing that I found weird at the Vegas one is since I went there the first time, they have added a Meow Wolf store in an okay. adjacent yeah. space. Yeah, Denver's got that one too. <coughs> Which, like, I don't know the theme of the Denver one, but when the whole fucking main facing area is the gift shop, it seemed like really blatantly like bleh, money grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no, knowing the direction that they've gone, it doesn't surprise me. Um, so yeah, the Denver- it's also like. Who is that for? Because it's like nobody's going to give a shit about like whatever funny product if they haven't been to the exhibit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, are you hoping that people just walk in there and go, oh, like, I can't believe it's a rind of human or whatever. That looks funny. Let me just buy that. Mm -hmm. Or like, oh, a Meow Wolf t-shirt. That's cool. I just don't understand who they're trying to, you know, because they hand you a coupon to it on the way out of Omega Mart. Mm -hmm. They're like 20% off in the store. And I'm like, I thought that was the store. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I went I went back to the one here um, last Saturday with some friends and we did a we did a full send, um, which is pretty insane. But it was fun. Um, it was just weird, though, because between I was there like only a couple weeks ago before that. And I was surprised by how much stuff was like broken. So pretty much like a lot of the interactive stuff, um, just like levers and just like different buttons and things just were like and, like screens were just like broken. And the crowd that was in there was like kind of obnoxious and like. It was just like groups of drunk people and like just like fucking with shit. So I hope I hope it's not like an ongoing thing because that'd be too bad if eventually like the whole, you know, they have to change their design and their whole process or their, you know, they have to change their strategy if they can't have shit that breaks since interactive part is big, you know, it's a big feature. Well, they either need to like spend more on it up front or spend more on maintaining it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, I mean, I've never been to any of the Meow Wolf exhibits and I've gone to house of eternal return once and Omega Mart twice. And on those three visits, no one's ever been like fucking with shit. Mm-hmm. Like you're describing like people mainly, you know, actually using the interactive stuff as intended. Yeah. Right. And like you were kind of describing, I think on our um, Patreon hang, which by the way, thanks to all our patrons. there was a great hang this past month. And if you're not on our discord, join can uh, join our patron hangs. And occasionally we do non patron hangs on our discord. But uh, you had mentioned that there was a moment you were in the Denver one where you felt like, it was weird because there was people like lined up to take pictures in a room. Yeah, it was because 
it was a big tourist day. Like Denver is a touristy city, so it makes sense. But yeah, it was um, like in certain areas, people were basically just like, yeah, there'd be a line outside of a like a smaller room. And then people were just like lining up to take pictures, you know, they're like, Oh, sit in the, sit in this thing, you know, sit in the chair. I'm gonna take your picture, which like kind of sucks. Cause it's, what's weird is like once a line forms, it means that everyone else sees the line and then starts queuing and then doing the same thing. Um, right. And we, we were, we weren't like being dicks about it, but <laughs> we were kind of intentionally like photo bombing in certain areas where like you really shouldn't just like, like you don't get to like have five minutes to take pictures for yourself in that type of environment. It's not like, that's not fair to the other people there. Well, if people are lined up, no, but if you're the only one in a space, then fine. Yeah. It kind of depends on the atmosphere. Like I remember at the house of eternal return, Rhiannon and I, there's a room with these like it's a very small room and there's like buttons that light up on the walls. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And they all like make certain patterns, Mm -hmm. but you have to like figure out which way they are. Like you have to go the right sequence and then they light up. And like we were in there for probably about 10 minutes and like only one other person opened the door ever. So it's like, it seemed like it was fine. Yeah, right. <clears throat> but yeah, like if you're just in there, like, but also at the same time, we weren't really taking pictures. We were messing with the buttons. <laughs> yeah, right. We we did it. We figured it out. <laughs> yeah, I also probably saw at least eight people um, just like walking through on their phone, like filming the whole thing, which like, that I don't know. That actually seems not terrible because if it's anything like the other two, there's a lot of like a lot of shit that you could like sit and read for like hours. Mm-hmm. But if you're filming everything, you can kind of get it all and go back and freeze frame it and shit. Yeah. But it's more like the, like, I don't know what the intent is. It's kind of like the whole thing about people taking videos of fireworks or, like concerts chances are you're never going to you're never going to watch that video again i don't know i guess i'm leaning more into the the side of like myself where i've like actually watched like omega mart theory videos yeah and from that perspective i think there's like some some the validity to like filming an entire experience but I think there's also probably more likely like you're describing just like a vapid video that doesn't ever get replayed. That's like two hours long. Mm -hmm. Well, no, if you're just walking through the whole thing, probably like 40 minutes. Yeah. If you just walk through, yeah, it's about probably about that, (laughs) but that would be boring. Or, uh, so my favorite, my favorite room in the Denver one, it's, there's this, um, it's like a bathhouse sauna room. So it's, um, it's just like blue tiles, like a big shower room kind of. And this, the ceiling looks, um, kind of looks like a night sky. 
and there's this really faint, just, you know, like music. It's really calm in there. And it smells like, uh, not lavender. What's there's like the, that like menthol-y kind of smell that they put in like steam rooms and stuff. Eucalyptus or I think, but anyway, what we, there's seven benches in there and there was four of us and we were like, okay, let's all sit on opposite benches. And then when people walk in, just don't acknowledge them and just look forward as if we're just sitting there as if it's like a real sauna. (laughs) And it was funny because people would like open the door, walk in, look at us and we were just like sitting there quiet and then they would just immediately walk out. And we did this for probably like an hour. <laughs> we were just laughing our ass off. And then, but then every once in a while though, there'd be people who like, who got it, you know, like they were on the same wavelength and they would like sit down and join us. And then they would just do the same thing that we were doing. It was <laughs> and then like, you know, someone would come back in they're like, Oh, it's just tiles. And then just walk out. It's just, it was so funny. Like it's the best room. <laughs> That's funny. That's that's one of the things that's funny about Meow Wolf. It's one of those few places where you are guaranteed to see both children and people tripping. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like the music festival I was at this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's. I want to check out the Denver one. <laughs> I really need to come to Denver and like just plan to visit Denver again. Yeah, you should. I need to go to Elich. And I don't really even care about any of the credits there. I just need to go to say I went. Yeah. Because at this point, I've driven by the place four fucking times and looked at it. To not see Elich is to not see Denver. Is that one of their slogans? Yeah, it's on the Ferris wheel. I think it's from oh the original park. I'm pretty, but the funny thing is the way it's formatted, like, um, it's very grammatically, um, uncomfortable. It's just like, it's just a weird phrase. I th- I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. It kind of sounds like it, but yeah, I need to get there and I'd like to check out Lakeside and it'd be fun to finally go to Casa Bonita. Yep. That's all. I don't even know if it's open yet. What's funny is like every time I always hear like everyone keeps talking about it and it's like, yeah, we should go. But I don't know. I don't even know if it's open. I every time I've been in Denver, I have ended up in the same fucking strip mall. It's in because there's a Dutch bros right there. Mm -hmm. And I always get Dutch bros before I hit the road. (laughs) So across the street from there is my favorite burrito place in the city. It's just like a, it's an, it's a super old, like McDonald's or Hardee's super old. This plate, like the lights don't even work. Um, it's super jank, wow. but it's, it's really good though. <clears throat> Viva burrito. Uh, sounds like it's beyond a hole in the wall. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like where you, if you show up there at night, um, there's always like there's like a um like someone who works there their kid is like in in the restaurant so sometimes you like pull up to the drive through and you're waiting no one's acknowledging you and then you just see like a kid this is like hi <laughs> <laughs> and then you pull up to the window oh, it's so awkward 
you like pull up to the window. You there's you don't see anybody there. Like the lights are off, and then like ten minutes later, they bring out the food. That's so awkward. <clears throat> but yeah, I gotta get to Denver, dude. It'd be great to go for even just the weekend. <clears throat> yeah, and I got the room now. So fuck yeah, because I feel like a flight from Chicago to Denver doesn't take too long. No, it's like under <clears throat> two hours. Yeah, so like if I could find one for like do half day on Friday and fly out and even fly home Sunday night or something. Yeah. That'd be pretty dope. I could probably accomplish all I'm setting out to do on that timeline, right? Yeah. Um Yeah, because you could pretty much do Yeah, really the one thing I, I think as far as experiences uh, you definitely have to go to Lakeside at night. Okay. So. Well, Casa Bonita, I don't really care about that much. Yeah. I'd rather go to Denver Beer Co. Because <clears throat> that fucking graham cracker porter or ale or whatever it is. <clears throat> I grew out of so good. I I still, I like it. I, I grew out of that one. I loved it when I first had it. Yeah, know. well, I don't live in Denver, so <laughs> I don't get to drink it any old damn time I please. <laughs> you can't even get Denver Beer Co. beers in Chicago. Yeah. Or anywhere around, really. I think they maybe distribute to, like, Nebraska. Yeah, I don't I don't know what they do. I've never I've never I mean, there's a lot of beer I don't I don't really see outside of the state at all. But, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me either. I just know that one time it showed up on Drizzly when I was looking for it. Mm-hmm. But it said not in the area. But it could be that they just have everything from everywhere in Drizzly, too. <clears throat> and it's just super local, depending on the, the you know stores they're partnered with. Yeah, right. Also, fuck Drizzly. Thanks for the 11 bucks. What, wait, so what is Drizzly? It's an app that lets you order alcohol. Oh, okay. Like, you know, you, they deliver it. Hear me out. We need 50 billion in funding. Hear me out. It's going to be like right, yeah. like Uber but f- for alcohol. But yeah, isn't there isn't there what about don't they already have like Postmates and and like DoorDash no, and this, like, this well, no, 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 just just alcohol. Yeah, this came around before those were doing alcohol. <laughs> and they had a fucking data breach, so. Of course. Got 11 bucks in the, you know, lawsuit. Hey. <laughs> if I think about it in a different way, they bought one of my drinks. <laughs> so. <clears throat> <coughs> What's this news article you found? Um, what Titan Track? Yeah, yeah, they put Titan Track on Predator and on uh, not Zack Zimmer. What's Wolverine? Wait, right, it's Wolverine Wildcat. Yeah, yeah, the like sad Phoenix knockoff. <laughs> Oof. Okay, well, 
I didn't really notice much difference when I rode White Lightning, but hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I Predator. I I was actually surprised. I didn't. Well, I haven't ridden Predator since 2010, so it's been a, a bit. But uh, I actually kind of like that ride. It was pretty rough, but the back seat has really good airtime on every drop. So <clears throat> as long as it keeps life in the ride, that that's cool. Yeah, I mean... It's basically a steel coaster, but that's cool. So, does it say if it's all Titan Trek, or is it just certain sections right now? I think it's just certain sections. And, uh... Because, like, I was, I was trying to look for a POV. I don't think... Eventually, it'll be all Titan Trek. <laughs> yeah. Which, um... Let's see. Predator. Cannot spell Predator. But since Topper Track's not on the market anymore, that seems like a pretty good option. Oh, they took it off. I thought so. Or maybe they're just not doing originals with Topper Track anymore, but they still offer it as like a refurb product. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I tried I'm trying to look for a PV. I don't see anything. There's just like three pages of um of like analysis rumor videos. <clears throat> of course. What Titan Track really means <laughs> for the future of Michigan's adventure. Dude, some of these YouTube channels, I swear to God. Although funny thing happened, speaking of YouTube channels and coasters, our buddy Danon texted me recently and he, w- he said, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to fight you. I started the first theme park channel on YouTube. I said, I don't know, man. So I went and got receipts. <laughs> My first upload was uh, January 2006, and his was February 2006. Was there, um, didn't you have stuff in 05? I don't, I did, but I don't think I uploaded it to YouTube until 06. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, and that's and that's a hard one to call because we had the TPR. Remember the TPR video forum? Yeah, where you could upload your video, like your, your zip file, with a video. It was very strict. It's like your video must had to be under fifty megabytes. That was a good way to find other people's videos, though. Yeah, no, that was that was probably the golden era of theme park videos, because. It was one of those things where like, you had to put so much work. It was so much work to like at that time to film and edit and then upload and stuff. So it was like a commitment. And also since there was no potential monetization. Right. Yeah. Nobody had a reason to do it except for just loving it. Mm-hmm. Since money wasn't even a factor at all in terms of like income. Obviously, Alvy figured that one out. But aside from him and whoever did those like, you know, partner DVD program thing with him, there was let's just say there was no monetization. So there was no reason for anyone, no nefarious reason for anyone to do it other than just because, like, I really like theme parks. (laughs) Except for maybe the people that were trying to, um, you know, become like Rob's B.O.F., there was that kind of attention 
a um, little bit of social ladder climbing on that site. Like, oh, I, I went, I was at the same park as Rob and here's my video. Let me try to like film as many awkward like shots with him in the video. So it looks like we're friends type of thing. Or like film <clears throat> the same thing he was filming and put it in my video. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's, it ends up in his video and was better. <laughs> Cause as much, I, I will be a hundred percent honest. As much as we knock Alvy, his videos are always good. Other than the annoying parts, those were always annoying. But like in terms of actual like quality and shit, yeah, I mean that's the thing. They were always good for the time pre YouTube. They were up to probably what seven volumes of their video series, and one of the very few people who had high quality POVs with like um, the wide angle lens, which is a big deal because. Using a camcorder without a wide angle lens and filming a POV kind of sucked because the the video is so cropped and shaky. I mean, I did it. I did it the first you know year I got a camera. I was like, "Mom, my POVs suck." Yeah, same. I remember I had my big fucking high eight camcorder. I took on rides with me, and it's like you could see the bumps in the track. Yeah, (laughs) happening in real time. Every vibration, but yeah, no, I got a wide angle lens and I got the smaller, uh, mini DV camera, Sony, whatever that was. Yeah. The DCR HC. Yeah. Like kind of like, I kind of want to buy another one of those cause I bet they're cheap to get now. That's what I was saying. I found one for like 180 bucks. Like, just to film with that, so it gives it that same quality? Yeah, well, that's, that's as like an idea. I think it would be fun to film parks with that, but film, um, you know, like, modern coasters. And then just put, like, a, you know, like a wild card or an AFI song in the background. Nah, or wa- skip yellow that card. last part. <laughs> yeah, but skip skip that part. Don't put the music in. <laughs> Just use like bad commentary. Like edit it as if it was a music video style video, mm-hmm. but then just put like like essentially like the Tim Heidecker version of theme park vlog commentary. Yeah. Like this uh ride, it's a very fast or just drop a bunch of incorrect facts. it's also the third tallest ride in this galaxy film an slc and call it a bnm this ride's manufactured in germany and assembled in mexico from parts made in america (laughs) that would be fun that's what our youtube channel should be yeah that's um yeah i like the parody Anything to make things fun, like serious videos have all been done. Like, um, yeah, it's beaten to death, and people do it way better than us. Shouts to Sean Flaherty and uh, Coaster Force, encyclopedias of coasters, right? Yeah, um, you know, we'll, we'll never um, do that so. <laughs> We'll d- maybe maybe we'll try that though. That would be a fun way to do a channel. 
Well, speaking of uh, other fun, Chicago is getting a, a zoo. That's a gross misstatement of the <laughs> headline that's there. First of all, there is no certainty in this whatsoever. <laughs> So they may be getting a what is being described as an eco theme park, which upon further inspection of this article appears to be a very, very budget version of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it's that meme. It's like, can we go to Animal Kingdom? It's like we got Animal Kingdom at home. Animal Kingdom at home is the um <laughs> do I do you have the article open? Yeah, I do. There's a picture about a third of the way down. It's an artist rendering of a chair swing that is themed to look like I can't tell if it's a mushroom or a tree with what can only be described as poorly drawn trees as a background of an indoor space. It's all going to be just painted on the wall. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Cutouts. Cause, cause they go on to say that they're planning rides. They've got further down an illustration, an artist's rendering of, um, we'll go ahead and call it Disney's Dumbo ride, but instead with rabbit carriages. <laughs> oh Yeah. Right, so they seem to have a very animal-centered focus on the park. So, but the the big thing is that they're it's going to be all indoors. So, but they they're talking about various phases of construction, um, an indoor water park, indoor water park. It seems now like they it- have some interesting ideas here. It says. Um, the f- the first theme park to include the use of extensive extensive ener- energy energy generating systems, including solar, wind, and other new technologies, um, power generating pavers and queue lines. Okay, uh, it says they want to do an indoor water park, which will be double plumbed so that water from bo- from sinks and showers will be filtered and used for watering landscape. <laughs> They've been, they should just like hook up the toilet sewer lines. Right. Just gray like water right is drinking water. water. Yeah. The rooftops of large show buildings housing attractions will be covered in solar panels or covered in insulating grasses and be attracting flowers. So, I mean, I'm not hearing anything groundbreaking. <laughs> Well, it's going to be like a couple, it's going to be like some gardens with some, um, you know, plywood cutouts and a couple flat rides. Yeah, this seems like a, like a indoor botanical garden with some flat rides and some animal attractions or exhibits, which Chicago has all of that already. Maybe they'll get a wacky worm. Great. (laughs) I kind of hope they don't. So that way I don't have to go to the park. Oh, you're going. (laughs) And you won't like it at all. No, I don't. Here's the deal with the Chicago area. 
this all boils down to if they can grease the palms of the right politicians correctly. Right. And I doubt it. So, but we'll keep an eye out here. Meet up. Totally. Now, here's some interesting news. Silver Dollar City is building a replacement for fire in the hall. Is it? Is it supposed to be like an indoor coaster? That's the speculation. Yeah, they've they have built the show building, or it's it's being built currently. Like, but it's clearly a show building. I think the speculation and shouts to uh, again our homies that ride this one because this is where I heard this from is that they're going to tear down the old one so they can complete the loop the whole way around the park. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, which is a really, really, really great idea. Because that park is already kind of confusing without the fact that it's not a full loop. Yeah, right. So if they make it a full loop, it'll be a little less confusing. If they make it a full loop, they're going to have to add like stairs, right? Because that part of the park is lower. Isn't it lower in elevation? Yeah, no, everything else is done without stairs. Just like a nice winding path, slight incline. Good to yeah, see some I mean, Missouri people one, tackle an incline. There's that one hill that's like nasty in that park. Like right from the entrance area, like the main area, basically. Mm-hmm. The one that's off to the left when you're coming in. You go downhill when you're going inwards, but like you got to go up the other way it's it's steep it's and then you see people on um rascal scooters <laughs> and you're like i don't know about that bud <laughs> that'd be a funny prank to do <clears throat> like in the original jackass the movie jackass yeah <laughs> with the electric wheelchair put on a fat suit <laughs> my brakes Roll all the way down the hill, just your body. (laughs) I wonder if they're going, um, if it's indoor coaster, I wonder if they're going to try to do something like the, that Bush Gardens one. That's kind of a multi-launch. I doubt it. Cause it's going to be a replacement for fire in the hole. Yeah. I wonder, but I wonder if like by by replacement, they're going to redo the attraction and keep it the same or if they're doing something like totally different. I got to imagine that. I don't think they're going to make it a thrill ride. Right. Yeah. Because I don't think they'd be trading in a family ride for a thrill ride, especially if they're trying to keep the same theme and everything. Right. Yeah. Like that thing basically only barely qualifies as a roller coaster really so i mean there's no real thrill to it other than i guess the tiny drop at the end with the splash fire in the hole god damn it yeah <laughs> but you know they're building it's it's speculated to be a fire in the hole replacement but i it seems legit to me so we'll have to make it back to Silver Dollar City. That's another park I want to go back to, but the the summer weather always kind of turns me off. 
and also like Branson as an area is not fantastic. <laughs> I mean, if you're into the Branson area attraction type of stuff, yes, yeah, I'm sure it's cool. If you're in like a Ned Flanders, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's cool if you like Dolly Parton's Dixie Stampede and. uh Andy Williams, I don't know, Yakov Smirnoff, which I'll be okay. I'll be honest, I would go see Yakov Smirnoff. I'm surprised he's still doing that show. Let's see. I wonder what he's, I wonder what he looks like nowadays. Yeah, I don't Yakov know, man. With, this, with the war in Russia, I might have put him out of business. <laughs> Yakov Smirnoff live. <laughs> It's just such an odd, yeah. It's just funny that it's in uh, Branson. Yeah, but well, I mean, I can't imagine that it's an hour and a half of just in Russia they do this. <laughs> like he's got to have. It's probably a little bit of that, but then like the, there's got to be more to the act, you know. He starts getting into like impeachment jokes and talking about I'm supply sure. chain issues. I was gonna say like. Between everything that happened with the last election and fucking COVID and shit, he's, he's got plenty of material. <laughs> Putin. Yeah. I'd be curious anyway. to know what type of crowd he pulls in. The Branson, Missouri crowd. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> but yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe we'll plan a meetup for Branson at some point. Where we will definitely need to bring alcohol. Maybe Smirnoff. That would be a fun thing to pair with a Silver Dollar City meetup, uh, a fucking Yakov Smirnoff show. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I think that'd be fun to do. It'd be a good meetup. I'm like, is, are there cabin rentals in Branson? I'm sure there's, there's got to be something. Cause I wouldn't want to, like, the hotels there are all really gross. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's probably like Wisconsin Dells type of shit. <laughs> yes. Yes. The dog can be in the episode. <laughs> well, anyway, um, we got anything else? I don't know. It's it's like that weird point. It's that weird point of the season where it's like shit's opening, but there's also not much going on. Yeah, I kind of um, agree. It's it's there's not enough like <clears throat> stuff happening yet to really have you know a lot to cover so right. far. But you know, the Disney minutes back. <laughs> yeah, there's actually quite a bit of. Um, that could be, yeah, that could be a fun return. And uh, maybe we should think of a new segment. I don't know what, but. Yeah, we'll come up with something. Um, I do want to do something we haven't done for a bit. I'm going to shout out all of our patrons. All right. These guys are awesome. And I hope we see all of you at Dollywood in November. Again, the date's November 11th through the 14th. Please fill out the Google form if you're interested. So our patrons, awesome, awesome people. 
<clears throat> let's say a big thank you to Luna Russ, uh, who was on last week's episode or last last we, we skipped a week. Who was on the last episode? <clears throat> Extremely interesting story. So go check it out. Um, thank you to Luke. Thank you, AJ Zero. Thank you, Ryan Delaney. Thank you, Michael Flynn. Thanks, Tyler Ray. Thank you, Samuel Jacobson. Thank you, Brian Cosson. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Dave Coaster Talk No BS Zone. Thank you, Keith Irio. Thank you, Coaster Ferg. Thank you, Davis Skelton. Thank you, Dana Rafferty. Thank you, Sean Brookheiser. Thank you, Nathan Slater. Thanks to Luann Lewis. Thanks, Mikey Mayo. Thank you, Michael Muldoon. Thanks, Tristan Cox. Thanks to Stefan Feinbaum. Thanks to Daniel Puckett. Thank you to Nathan Hart. Thanks to Jonathan Hawkins. Thanks to Jared Mullen. Thanks to Ryan Shoemaker. And of course, thanks to our homie, Prairie Coaston. Go check his show out. Um, huge thanks to all those fine folks. They are the way we can figure out to do awesome fucking cabin parties. <clears throat> And if you all show up, give us a heads up. Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> get f- first of all, please Google form. It's it's only three questions. That's all we need to know. We just need an accurate head count for booking the right kind of cabin. That's the main thing. So, um, it's also we're gonna get your email address on there so we can be in touch with you directly about the meetup. Um, so please find the link anywhere. You can find us on socials, discord. And like I said, even if you just email us directly, we'll send it to you. No worries. We want everyone to be there that, uh, can attend. All right. Yeah. You got anything else, Ben? Nah, it's just a chill weekend. I got to go do shit. It's just never. Same. I think it's, uh, it's time to go do the grocery shopping. Unfortunately, basically we had two Saturdays. So now it's Sunday. Yeah. Well, all right. I won't hold you up. Yeah. Let's get the fuck on out of here. Thank (laughs) you all so much for listening. And until next time, your one second. The, uh, Oh, uh, see, I'm about to, Exit out and, and Ben's already gone. <laughs> <laughs> There's a uh what oh nothing. There's dogs and people ruining my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, we're good. There's just a bunch of dogs in here for a second. That's okay. I mean, look, if someone wants to make a guest appearance, right now at the very end is the time to do it. <laughs> Anyway, I was just about to say, let's bounce on out of here then. Alrighty. Uh, so thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. sucks.